If you're a veteran or military spouse of an early stage startup or small business and feel like you're making it up as you go, then you've come to the right place. Welcome to The Transition, where we demystify the entrepreneurial experience for veterans and military spouses who've already made or are looking to make the transition from the military into entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Iron Mike Stedman, the voice of the bunker. I'm a Marine Corps veteran, social entrepreneur, and member of the Bunker Labs branding team. In the following episode of The Transition, I break down how to achieve marketing momentum in your business that attracts high-quality customers by walking you through the following frameworks. The one-page marketing plan by Alan Dibb and the weekly marketing cadence by my team and I at Ironbound Media. I use my company, Ironbound Media, as a case study and walk you through how to effectively implement them. Before we jump into the show, do me a favor and make sure you subscribe to the Transition Newsletter at the link in the show notes. If there's a topic you'd like me to cover on the show or in the newsletter, feel free to shoot me an email at mike.stedman at bunkerlabs.org or better yet, message me directly on LinkedIn at Iron Mike Stedman. Also want to encourage you to check out my first book, Black Veteran Entrepreneur. Validate your business model, build your brand, and step into greatness. Available on Amazon at the link in the show notes as well. This episode of The Transition is brought to you by MetLife Foundation and their commitment to supporting veteran and military spouse entrepreneurs. In addition, MetLife Foundation also provides mentorship and financial health resources for veterans and military spouses transitioning into the workforce. As always, I hope today's show accelerates you on your own entrepreneurial journey. What's going on, Bunker? Today's show is going to be a mix between a workshop and a case study featuring yours truly and my company, Ironbound Media, as I break down how to build marketing momentum and attract high-quality leads. One thing that's a consistent in this veteran entrepreneur and military spouse ecosystem is that a lot of you all are struggling with your marketing efforts. Marketing is hard, man. There's a lot of noise out there on the internet, TikTok, Instagram. Now, what do you got? Threads, Twitter. It can feel overwhelming. And what we know is we got to kick up some dirt and attract leads. And we think the best way to do that is by having this robust marketing plan and so we're really good at planning. We throw stuff up on a whiteboard. But when it doesn't work, you know, a lot of you all get frustrated and then you just start kicking the can again. And so what I figured I'd do today is share with you what we're doing at Ironbound Media and use it as a, a, a opportunity to, to do some teaching. So a couple of resources I'm going to be using today is number one, the one page marketing plan, get new customers, make more money and stand out from the crowd by Alan Dibb. It's a great book. You can get it on Amazon. Also, they, there's a great little PDF that has some notes on it that I'll be sure to include in the links as well. And then the second thing we're going to be talking about is the second resource correction. It's going to be a marketing cadence document that I developed myself. I spend a lot of time in Google Docs writing frameworks. Or if I read a book and come across a framework, I'll break it out in Google Docs and then just fill it in that way because, you know, Canvas and all this stuff is nice nice, but it gets like super tedious for me when I'm trying to do deep work. And what I have found is by just using Google Docs and sharing it and tagging team members, you know, it it's like way more efficient for us. All right. So let's go ahead and get into it. Before you even think about filling out these docs, this marketing plan, this marketing cadence, we need two things first. Number one, you need to identify your perfect customer. Whether I'm giving a workshop, I'm recording a podcast, y'all know me, I pound this over and over and over again. You've got to identify your perfect customer. 
Your perfect customer is someone that's willing to pay you a premium for your products or services, tell everyone how amazing you are, provide a constant stream of warm referrals, and most important, all, uh, most important of all, they make us enjoy being an entrepreneur. We don't want customers that make our hearts, hearts sink whenever they send us an email or, or dial our numbers, right? Y'all know what it's like, man. Entrepreneurship is hard enough. Y'all are dealing with a lot of stuff. Some people deal with anxiety. The last thing we need to do is have customers that are a pain in the ass. In addition, remember what I said about paying a premium for your products and services? That's right. They have to be able to afford you. I was on with an entrepreneur yesterday, a military spouse, and she's got a coaching business serving other military spouses, you know, with some nutrition and health coaching. But the problem is the majority of the military spouses in her network can't afford her $500 a month price point. So we had to have an honest conversation and say, like, I don't think your perfect customer is another military spouse. As much as you want them to be it, the reality of it is at the price points that you're offering, we need to focus on some more professional women, right? Someone that's probably earning between, you know, $150,000 to $200,000 a year that can afford, you know, a nutritional coach for, you know, $500 a month. Because, you know, if, if, if she, it, at least in her immediate network, you know, like I said, the military spouse she was talking to, it was just out of their budget. You know, they had other priorities that they were focusing on, such as, you know, making sure mortgage payments and things are getting taken care of. Right. Five hundred dollars is a, is a lot of money for some people to spend on a, on a recurring basis. And they might view nutrition coaching as a nice to have, not a necessity. We don't want those people. Right. We want someone that has the problem. know they have the problem or actively spending money to solve the problem. So that means they probably already have some high-end gym membership and they want to kick it to the next level by bringing on a nutritional coach. So she wanted to bring home $10,000 a month. We broke it down and said, okay, how many packages at five, how many clients at $500 a month do we need to be able to, you know, to hit that goal? And the number came out to 20. Okay. And I was like, okay, so that's 20 at 500 a month. What if we did $1,000 a month? Now we only need 10. So then you say, okay, well, who can actually afford to do that? And you just start to, you know, think out loud. At the end of the day, it's all some assumptions. That's why I'm so big on validation because validation allows us to go out to the market, talk to customers and prospects and validate whether or not this is the right price point, whether or not we have a product or service that where there's demand. And instead of, you know, chasing a rabbit that we're never going to catch, we can make adjustments and we can make some pivots. So for her, we settled on, okay, we're going to get 20 clients at this $500 price point. And that's where I came up with, okay, we need to target someone that's a professional woman and you can niche down, right? I started asking her what network she was a part of, what existing relationships. She went to a, a really good school, tapping that alumni network, right? We talked about potential female lawyers in her, in her area. And she's actually has affiliations with an association of female lawyers. And I was like, hey, that's another good market, right? So you want to nail down your perfect customer, and it's important that you make sure that they can actually afford you. Now, once you have an idea of who your perfect customer is, the next step is you need to develop a strategy of how you're going to win, right? What's going to separate you from the competition? So I'll get transparent here with Ironbound Media. I'm a big fan of the guys over at 37 Signals. They wrote a book called Rework and Getting Real. And one of the things they talk about is out teaching the competition. So I've created this whole, you know, 
dog whistle brand framework. I've got a podcast for it, right? We've created a, a playbook for it. So I'm really leaning heavily into dog whistle branding. And really all it is, is a platform for me to teach everything I know about marketing, branding, and category design to veteran entrepreneurs and professional service firms within my network, right? So our strategy is focused around educational content. I feel like there's a lot of content out there on marketing. We all know branding is important, but I think people don't prioritize branding because they focus a lot of times thinking it's you know, logos and fonts and all that stuff, which is an aspect of branding. But we believe that a good brand strategy that gets everyone moving in the right direction is more important than traditional marketing efforts because you can do all the marketing in the world, but if you don't have a brand that says take my money to your perfect customer that to your perfect customer, you know you're not successful. That's what we want. We want a, a, a client to, you know, look at a website, you know, see your message and say, like, you were put on this earth for me. Like I want to work with you. And so we're really leaning into why branding is so important. And we're going to win by teaching it. And we teach it on the different platforms that we have, whether it's written content, audio content, and even doing a little video content. Okay, so that's the strategy. That's our strategy. You need a strategy. And think about this just like the old school scientific method. You come up with a hypothesis and you say, if we do this, this is how I think we can win. So I have another client of mine that is rolling out a, a website builder for a particular demographic of clients. And we believe that how we can win is getting designers that serve this target demographic to adopt and recommend this product. So training them on how to use this product, and then they're going to recommend it to their clients. So, you know, no different than Webflow or Squarespace or Wix and some of these other platforms, right? So when designers get hired, they use one of these tools to build out their client's website. And so we want them to use our tool. And so our winning strategy is getting adoption and educating the, these designers, right? So that's the goal. You need to come up with a strategy for yourself and then go out and test it. And we're going to test it by creating this marketing momentum and getting some feedback. So once you have your perfect customer, you have your winning strategy, and this is something that you need to be able to write out, right? Thinking about thinking is the most important type of thinking there is. And I know when we're running around doing 10,000 things, the last thing we want to do is like crack open a Google Doc or pull out pen and paper and start writing. But this is where the strategy comes in, right? You need to be able to articulate your thoughts and you need to be able to share it with team members, even if you're one of one. You need to be able to share it with people like me so I can help you. I can't do it if you you know, have it all in your head. You don't have any assets or anything that I can read over or say you work with an advisor or something. You know, you got to get it out of your head and on paper. And when you have that perfect customer, you have that strategy. Now you can start going through the following framework of one page marketing plan. So it's nine boxes broken down into three sections. And so it's before, during and after during your customer acquisition process. OK, so the first three of before. This is where you really get to know the prospect and indicate your interests. OK, so number one, you need to identify who your target market is. Number two, you need to identify your message to your target market. And then number three, what media you're going to use to reach your target market. OK, so let's use Ironbound Media. My target market is an ambitious founder, CEO, president of a growth stage, better known business or nonprofit organization, ideally a service academy grad 
with a million dollars more in revenue who needs a trusted advisor to build their brand for the next stage of growth, leveraging new media, content, and category design. Number two, my message to my target market is most of these business owners focus on getting more customers, but the wrong customers will destroy a business. Stop settling for more and start focusing on better. Legendary branding attracts who we want and repels who we don't. If you're sick of settling for more and are ready to make the transition to better, then let's build a dog whistle brand. And then number three, the media we'll use to reach this target market. Podcasts and video clips distributed via LinkedIn and YouTube, which we're testing. Public and virtual speaking engagements. Email marketing. Okay, so we just kicked up our email marketing, I want to say a few weeks ago. I mean, we're rocking and rolling. Okay, so that's what I'm doing for the first three. Okay, now during the lead phase, during the next phase, which is the lead phase, this is where you get to get them to like you and buy from you for the first time. And so the next three questions you got to be able to answer is number four, what's your lead capture system? Number five, what's your lead nourishing system? And number six, what's your sales conversion strategy? Okay, so let's head back down to Ironbound Media. Okay, so number four, our lead capture system is our website, an email newsletter sign up with a free PDF. I created this dog whistle branding playbook that when they enter their email address in on my website, it sends it right, right to them. And a call to action to subscribe to the dog whistle branding newsletter. So let me clean that up for y'all. What does that look like? Again, it's an email capture, right? So they come to the site. They have the option to receive a free copy of our dog whistle branding playbook. They put it in their email. Boom. They get the playbook, right? And then they get added to the email newsletter. And I like writing on Substack because it's easy for me, right? And one of the things I've noticed over the years is, you know, there's all these different tools out there. But at the end of the day, what is easy for you to use consistently, especially when you have a small team and you're just getting started out, okay? Number five, my lead nurturing system. We use the Dog Whistle Branding Podcast and our weekly newsletter, as well as my personal social media. So whenever I meet with a prospect, right, the first thing I try to do is get them on a fit call of some sort, you know, just to kind of talk synergies, et cetera. But in the interim, I like to get them added to my newsletter and subscribe to my podcast. And that's how I keep them in my ecosystem. And then number six, the sales conversion strategy is what I just said about securing that one-on-one -on -one fit call with the prospect. Now, one thing I did to my business model, I changed it. I stopped writing proposals over a year and a half ago. I got ghosted on a proposal that I spent a lot of time on, which, you know, time is money when you run an agency. And I was really excited about this potential client. And, you know, we, I got a thumbs up, got the conceptual agreement. But when it came time for them to sign the proposal, I got ghosted and I said never again. So I hired a business coach named Pia Silva. She taught me this whole model of not doing proposals. And I created an initial engagement called the Brand Probe that is $2,500. And that's what I use to really get to know my clients and then write out a recommended brand strategy for them. So my sales conversion strategy is I secure that one-on-one -on -one fit call with a prospect. Then I determine, hey, whether they're a good fit. If they are a good fit, then I offer them an opportunity to do a Brand Probe. And then based off that Brand Probe, it's like an hour and a half deep dive with me and them. I ask them a, a list of curated questions. And then I take those answers from those questions. I write out the brand strategy. I write a brief. 
I send them the brief. I jump on with them. We go over it. And then I offer them to I give them the option to implement the strategy themselves or hire us to implement it for them by offering an upsell. And our ideal engagement is around twenty five thousand dollars, which includes the brand probe. So they're only paying twenty two five. And I've been doing this for, you know, the last year and a half, which has been great. And then we kick off the project. Okay. Now, number six, seven, sorry, number seven, eight, and nine. And I know I'm kind of bouncing around y'all, but this is how the one page marketing plan is broken down. It's nine boxes. So when I'm referencing the number, I'm referencing that box. Okay. Number seven. So this is after, this is the post-purchase phase. The questions we got to be able to answer is how do, how do I deliver a world-class experience? How can I increase customer lifetime value? Number eight. And then number nine, how do I orchestrate and stimulate a stream of constant referrals? Okay. So at Ironbound, how do I deliver a world-class experience? We create expectations up front during the brand probe process and map out clear steps and processes to deliver on them. We focus on the client and delivering 10x value. And we do that by, again, getting them to identify early on in the engagement, what would a 10x return look like for you? And then the other thing we do is we create a compelling onboarding email process to turn our clients into raving fans out the gate. So we want them to feel excited. A lot of times, you know, our clients, they're one of one. So there'll be a bit of founder, CEO, and then they'll have us working with their marketing team. And their marketing team is typically like one individual. And so then that individual gets tasked with creating a podcast or doing some other content on top of everything else that they're already doing. And they film it over, they feel overwhelmed. And by working with us, I like to think of us as like their right arm, right? So they don't have to feel that that gloom anymore because they're going to have support. And so we call them a team member, like, and we're, we're right there in the trenches with them, all right? So that's how we deliver a world-class experience. Number eight, how do we increase customer lifetime value? I have identify and evaluate key metrics for the client in order to ensure that the production is delivering accordingly. We drive traffic and engagement to the client and their show. And we provide great services so that the client wants to keep working with us. And so that means having customer service, customer service, being responsive to emails, right? So that's, you know, if they send an email out, we have times blocked to respond. So we're, we're flexible like that. And then the last thing, number nine, is how do I orchestrate and stimulate a constant stream of referrals? So what we have is, number one, promote client work and case studies on LinkedIn and in newsletters. And create a branding workshop, create a branding workshop that we can deliver over and over again at different organizations and accelerators and incubators. Okay. So that's the the one page marketing plan. And again, I gave the original. I'm gonna review it one more time. This is a full plan. Number one, what's your message to your target market? No, number one, what's your target market? Number two, what's your message to your target market? Number three, what media will you use to reach this target market? Number four, what's your lead capture system? Number five, what's your lead nourishing system? Number six, what's your sales conversion strategy? Number seven, how do you deliver a world-class experience? Number eight, how do you increase customer lifetime value? And number nine, how do you orchestrate and stimulate referrals? Now, I put a lot of stuff on our list with Ironbound. Y'all heard at the end, I mentioned creating this branding workshop. We're not there yet because we're prioritizing three things right now. Our educational content that's going out via podcast, right? So it goes podcast, 
it goes newsletter, and it goes LinkedIn. Those are our primary focuses because that's our that's just the marketing alone, right? The podcast, the newsletter, and LinkedIn, right? That's not including the client delivery work that we have to do, right? So that's why I try to tell people, right, you got to make it simple. So as much as we want to do these workshops and all this other stuff for now, like we can only do so much at once. And so this is where we're, we're, we're focusing. So what's going to happen is you're going to fill in this system, okay? You're going to brief it to your team, and now we actually got to execute. And so what I'm going to talk about now with this marketing cadence, what I like about this is this is going to help you bridge the gap between the strategy that you've identified and that you've articulated by filling in the one-page marketing plan and execution, okay? And so what you want to do is you want to create a list of Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, right? And what are you doing each of those days that is going to count as your marketing efforts, okay? So for Ironbound, on Monday, I promote the latest episode of Dog Whistle Branding on LinkedIn by 8.30 a.m. EST, okay? On Tuesday, we publish our Dog Whistle Branding newsletter at 6.30 a.m. EST. I conduct at least 30 minutes of hunting, which I'm going to talk about at the end, and we share a post on LinkedIn. Uh, this is my day, right? So on Monday, my marketing guy posts this post, and on Tuesday, I post. And the posts are all to my personal page, right? The thing with business pages for small agencies or for a lot of you out there, at a certain point, they're going to want you to build up those pages, and they're going to want to charge you access for amplification. And so there's a term called hygiene, where maybe you need to go ahead and set up those pages, set up your one-liner, set up the links to your website, et cetera, et cetera. But on social platforms, really making sure you're also leveraging your own personal network, your personal relationship. So that's what we're prioritizing. On Wednesday, I publish an episode of Dog Whistle Branding. I publish it at like 12 a.m. Sometimes I don't always publish that show, mainly being it's, it's not the main effort. Sales is the main effort. And so Dog Whistle Branding is a supporting effort. You know, in the military, we got main effort and supporting effort for all the grunts out there. And so here's a trick you got to remember, too. For a lot of you, just don't get in the habit of thinking that the, the, the content hamster wheel prioritizes sales and revenue generation. You need both. And again, I'm going to talk about it here at the end when I get to hunting. But I give myself grace if I'm like focusing on client delivery work and get new customers and I'm not able to get an episode out. So I'll either do it a little bit later in the week or roll it to the next week. But I shoot to publish episode of DWB on Thursday. And I have my marketing guy, Clyde, post a, a poster. So we started to create these little dog whistle branding poster with posters with specific positioning and branding tips that he shares. And we're having a lot of fun with those. And he's writing some great copy. And the reason I want to do the poster is because I noticed on Wednesdays, I was receiving less engagement in general. And so I wanted to do something that was fun, that I could make super easy, and I just I have another client of mine that I had do a newsletter for years. He was struggling getting a newsletter out. They would only do like two a year. And I said, well, could you do like a, a postcard because they're a media company as well. And they take these great, beautiful photos and Jackson Hole and all over the world. And long story short, he started a weekly newsletter called the Friday Stoke, where they just share one image and a caption. And now they've been doing it for two years. And so I applied that to my efforts at Ironbound, and we share the DWB poster. On Thursdays, 
I try to share some educational content, either like a one to three minute video clip of Dog Whistle Brandon or, you know, a guest from the transition, but also keep that day open if I just want to teach anything. Right. So that's, again, another one of my days. And then on Friday. We came up with this concept of Frago Friday. So I record a one to three minute video. I record it on my laptop. Sharing some business advice and then I send it to my team. They edit it back and then we upload it on LinkedIn and we upload it on YouTube and in our newsletter. And then so that's Friday. Right. And again, Frago Friday, I had to make it easy. Right. So I was like, what's the easiest thing I could do? And the first time I put this on here, it was like, I think I briefed the team on Monday and I said, I want to get our first Frago Friday clip out by Friday. And we did it fast and furious. And it wasn't pretty the first one. But I, one of our core values is don't be afraid to start ugly, because here's what I know about myself. I'm an autodidact, right? I got to do a lot of sparring when it comes to learning. So it's better for me to get something out, learn what worked, what didn't work so I can adjust instead of like over planning and analyzing. But at the same time, some of you, it's good to have people that plan and analyze because they strengthen us, right? They see gaps where we don't. Um, they can provide some objectivity. I'm just speaking from, you know, one of the things that's allowed me to be successful because as an entrepreneur, I've realized that you actually sometimes need to lean more into your strengths and just make sure you have people to cover down on your weaknesses. That's why I'm a big proponent of having a virtual assistant or a coach, someone that can help provide that objectivity and, you know, make sure that you're, you're, you're covered. And then going back to the marketing cadence, Saturday and Sundays are just open for free thoughts. Now, the whole point of the cadence is to build momentum. Some of you might start out by only doing one thing, right? Now, mind you, I have a team, right? So I think there's five of us, I want to say. And so while I'm creating a lot of the educational content, I do have support in distributing it. And I'm not creating all the educational content myself. Like I said, Clyde is writing, right? So he's writing the, the captions for the posters. He's doing all that stuff. Um, I'm I'm just staying in my zone of genius, teaching the stuff that I'm really good at. But you can get started with something like this and just say, you know what? I'm going to be consistent and do two things a week on the platforms. Here's a key point where your perfect customer congregates. So y'all keep hearing me talk about LinkedIn because that's where my perfect customer is. If you're a maker. Right. And you sell, you know, homemade, you know, candles or something. And based off your sales, you realize that your perfect customer is actually coming to you from Instagram or TikTok, then that's where you want to spend your time, okay? But I'm just not a person that can be on all these different platforms. And I don't like to create posts multiple times a day. That's just not my style. I post once a day and I've created this plan and it works really well for me. And it's great, man, because, you know, it feels less overwhelming. It feels doable. The first time you do it, it, it can feel a little daunting, but then it becomes a rhythm, right? So now it's part of your weekly marketing rhythm. And what's also cool about this, see, now you're starting to build a scalable business for yourself. So Monday through Friday at Ironbound, from a marketing perspective, these things are happening, right? Everybody knows it. Everyone's in line. Now, if you zoom out and you say, okay, in general, what's happening Monday through Friday at Ironbound, we have the same thing that's happening on Mondays. We have our team stand up, right? Which we have our administrative stuff that's going on. Right. We have our team stand up the kickoff meeting. Audio is getting edited. The, the, the marketing stuff is going out. So this this cadence is incorporated into the broader plan for Ironbound. And what I'm going to do, 
I teed up Carrie, our director of marketing. I want to get some templates for you all so that you can fill them out. That's going to help you apply this stuff because I know how overwhelming it is with all this information. Okay. But I just don't want to reinvent the wheel. Read the one page marketing plan. It's out there. You can get it on Amazon. I bought it like, like four or five years ago. Right. And if you were expecting a review of the book, there's a bazillion podcasts of, of book reviews on it already. I'm telling you, it's good. But what I am going to do, like I said before, I'm going to include a link to the this downloadable PDF canvas of the one page marketing plan that you can look at as well. And then the marketing cadence, I don't want to say it's my proprietary thing, but like, again, like I didn't get this from a book. I just made it myself because I needed to empower Clyde to feel confident about, hey, this is what marketing looks like at Ironbound. I put this together, start filling it in and will realize like, hey, I think this is a valuable resource. And I'm probably going to also record a video on this sometime next week and upload it to my LinkedIn. But I also want to have a template for you all to fill out. So this is how you can build some momentum, right? So you're, some of y'all are coming from a dead halt, right? You, you're, you're, you're hunting, which we didn't talk about, but I need to do now, which is you need to prioritize lead gen and prospecting, right? Now, I know everyone gets caught up on marketing, think you need to create content, et cetera, but you need two things. You need an air war and a ground war. Your air war is the marketing stuff that I just talked about. This is the stuff that's prepping the battlefield, right? But your ground war is direct one-on-one reach out. I'm not necessarily say, I'm not necessarily saying cold emails and cold calls, but what I am saying, you need to put 30 minutes to an hour at a minimum a day dedicated to prospecting, right? Kicking up dirt. That's what I call it, you know? identifying the watering holes where your perfect customer congregates, connecting with them on LinkedIn, you know, shooting them an email, you know, orchestrating referrals from friends and family within your network. And what I do is my metric is active conversations. At any given time, I need to be having 10 to 20 active conversations going on. And then of those 10 to 20, I need to move them, you know, offline onto a phone call or a Zoom call, et cetera. And whenever I don't have active conversations going on, that's because I'm focused on client delivery or I'm traveling or I've I've basically dropped the ball on lead gen when I don't have active conversations going on. So that's our metric as a team. Like I need to be having 10 to 20 active conversations going on anytime. And then I move them through the customer activation cycle that we have to take them from a a prospect to a paying customer. Okay, you got to prioritize. And I'll honestly say this. I want you to prioritize the ground war, that direct one-on-one reach out over random marketing activities, okay? So that's why you need to make the marketing easy because what you don't want to be doing is spending 70, 80% of your time on marketing and only 10% of your time on the ground war, the lead gen, the direct one-on-one stuff, and nothing's happening, okay? And I know, I'm telling y'all, I've been in the bunker ecosystem since 2017. When I think about my peers and I in the first cohort of the veterans and residents in New York City, well, that was the second one. The first one was actually in Denver. Not all those businesses are around. Some of them got jobs. They're not entrepreneurs. And one of the reasons, you know, I've been able to stay alive is because I've, I've, I think I focus on the things that actually work. And I see this over and over again. At the end of the day, somebody has to take ownership of lead gen, that direct one-on-one. A lot of times it's the founders. It's just sales. So don't be afraid of sales. And I'll do a Another episode on sales here in the future. 
I know this was fast and furious. I threw a lot of information at you, but here's my end state. I just want you to create some momentum. And I've given you a roadmap on how to do it. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn at Iron Mike Stedman or shoot me an email at mike.stedman at bunkerlabs.org. Like I said, I've gone to the rector of marketing and try to get some templates for y'all. It's going to be in the shoot here. And then I will get those out and make it downloadable for you at the link in the show notes. Do me a favor. Also, if you haven't done so already, make sure you subscribe to the transition newsletter. And as I get, again, some more of these resources, I'll push them out through that medium. So I hope today's show was helpful for you all. Again, I'm going to try to do some more teaching. I appreciate you for sticking with me this long. But if you have any questions, we're here. Looking forward to engaging with you all regarding what I talked about. So until next time, peace, love, and have a great rest of your week.